0: All right, stop everything. Stop everything. I'm doing it. I, ne- I know I said I n- would never do it, but I am doing it, John. I am using the Ooh. once a year, other host, cold open veto. Hit me with a <sighs> spoiler, which we just got to get right into it. All right. Spoilers, spoilers, double boilers. Got uh-huh. to yeah, have two of them. Cauldrons uh-huh. burn and secrets bubble. Cauldrons should burn. Yeah. In the rights... <laughs> And passages handed down to us by our ancestors—the spoiler witch it's has a, been invoked. Oh okay. I wonder what the
1: first spoiler saved, was uh, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what what called for the spoiler witch to be enacted?
0: I don't know. That that person's very dead. All right, let's start the
2: show. <laughs> Let's go. Pop saga.
1: You know we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Pop saga. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans, uh huh. You don't really wanna miss pop soccer. Stay lit. Pop saga. So if you're ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds. Keep it
0: so entertaining. Hey, pop soccer. Hello, friends, and welcome to Saga, the pop culture podcast that's getting dangerously close to being relevant. We've got a special show for you today. For the first time ever, we're recording an episode the day before we release it so we can give you the hottest, rawest takes on the season finale of The Mandalorian. That's right. We're talking about Chapter 24, The Return. I'm Forrest, and I am joined as always by John. And John, I have just one question for you: Shoot. Did Trapper Wolf steal Cad Bane's hat?
1: I hope so. That'd be I pretty hope baller.
2: Because
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, other than that, that'd be quite a waste of a real cool like character. Be like, oh, he just just died on Tatooine, huh?
2: What about his yeah. hat? <laughs> Do
0: you think? Do you think they showed up, like the Republic, the New Republic showed up to uh to to eat to and, and Trapper Wolf's just like hmm okay mm-hmm. yeah Noink this
1: yeah I mean there there wasn't a hole in the hat it's a perfectly good hat that's right <laughs> yep so that
0: hole was yeah. in uh that hole was in Cad Bane
1: yeah exactly so yeah I take it I mean it's a good looking hat like I Here's- mean I definitely. <laughs> Definitely take that over the blue gauntlets he had on. Oh, bold sure, yeah. choice, bold choice.
0: It was very, it was very bold. Yeah. Uh, here's a kind of like an unrelated question to the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you think that Tatooine is a place where cool villains just go to die?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like the re- ret- the retirement. Put that in quotes planet (laughs) of star wars like you're retired uh,
0: forever my friend yeah
1: yeah when you when you've had it up to here or you just get killed on the side streets that's where you go that's where you go i mean it happened to cad it happened to maul and rebels you know
2: yeah that's what i'm talking about
1: yeah Uh,
0: well the first time we when we thought boba fett was dead uh, he went out like a chump, and that was on, uh, you know, on Tatooine. But Jabba? Jabba was a big deal for a long time, and then he just, he got choked out in his sail barge and blew up.
1: Yeah, think about that. Choked out in the dark on a sail barge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was he very well lit.
0: I mean, he he, he died how he lived. Yeah. F- flailing around, <laughs> disgusting tongue just flicking everywhere.
1: Yeah, he died as a horrible person. Good riddance. I mean, it's not like it's not like I'm like bemoaning all these people Well, maybe Cad Bane. I liked him. Maybe he was a good villain, but you know, if you if that was the show, I guess that's how he was going to die. It wasn't going to be really cool.
0: I guess, yeah. I feel like there was that would man, it would have been I feel like there was a more satisfying death for Cad Bane in another story. Don't you doesn't
2: that oh, feel totally. like <laughs> totally
1: it could have been any i mean realistically like that boba fett fight with him should have been like a brawl like it should have lasted a while because you know that's why cat has the hole in his head in the first place before he got the second hole in him it was yeah. because a teenage boba fett like Shooting him and saying, Hey, you motherfucker, mother, or you know, whatever <laughs> Teenage Boba Fett said. I'm sure it was close to that. And then, yeah, he got that metal plate in his head and he was all cool. And then, just like, oh, I'm just going to die on the street. Yep. <laughs> Pretty unceremoniously. And then, look, look, Trapper, Trapper Wolf MD came over here and he stole my
2: <laughs> yeah, hat. Trapper Wolf
0: MD. Oh, yeah, I love that. I can't wait for that show to come out. Dave Filoni. Produces a a show starring himself. (laughs) I mean,
1: mean, isn't that kind of what he does with every time he shows up in the background? I'm just waiting for him to always like look down the barrel of the camera, wink at us while something's going (laughs) on. Like, yeah, I, I, I I help put this together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Yeah, I stole Cad Bane's hat too. (laughs) That's
2: right.
0: (laughs) This isn't my, like, the hat you always see me in when you see me in interviews and such and so on. This is not my classic felony fedora. No, no, this is a wide brimmed Cadbane hat. Or it looked definitely like they took that. They're like, oh, geez, he needs a hat. He's not wearing his, his rebel helmet. Quick, to the prop department and fetch me a bottle of brown spray paint.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, you can't do a fedora doesn't work in Star Wars. Like the minute someone would wear a fedora, like just picture if the emperor came out and he's like, check me out, Darth. I got my new night hat. And it was just a fedora, like a straight Frank Sinatra fedora. (laughs) I'd be out. I'd be out.
0: I'd be back in. Because nah. if the, if if the emperor started doing a little song and dance number, I'm 100 here for it. The I best mean, is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? Do it.
1: Fly like, me to indoor's moon. Let me shoot a ray gun there.
0: <laughs> Let Ooh. me build a second Death Star.
1: <laughs> Look at it; it's still holy and in disrepair. But in other words. <laughs> It does work. In <laughs> other the words,
0: it's finally ready and operational. No. <laughs> I don't know. All right.
1: I'm, all right. I think I'm in now. Okay. If he was wearing it? a fedora, all right. If he was wearing a space fedora, I'm good with it. A little, a little feather.
0: Yeah, and I think I think we could definitely pitch that to Dave Filoni because it has a fedora as part of it, and it kind of makes the fedora canonical Star Wars. And I feel like that he would appreciate our our working his sort of personal aesthetic into the uh, into the the, the 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 guts of the story or, or or the bones of the story, I should say.
1: He's like, yeah, get me John Favreau. I got this hot new show. These two new showrunners give me a brilliant idea. It's called Dora. What? What? <laughs> like Dora the Explorer? No, like Fedora. <laughs>
0: it's the whole thing. Whole thing. It's an anthology series that follows a Fedora <laughs> as it appears at every single important point in Star Wars history.
1: I like it. I like it. Escape in my moment of tribe? <laughs> <laughs> But it's on an it you know, it's on escape pod shooting out of there. So
0: they just they, Yeah, exactly, yeah. He's like, Oh, I better I better escape and he runs to the escape pod. Well, better put my fedora in first. Whoops, I hit the <laughs> launch button. No
1: <laughs> He ends up in half.
0: <laughs> Ooh, now we're talking.
1: Yeah, it'd be I I would watch that. I would watch I'd watch the an- Anthology Adventures of a Fedora in Space, especially <laughs> if it ended with the Emperor doing Frank Sinatra-style <laughs> show tunes.
2: Your tauntaun will freeze before it reaches
0: the first marker. I'll see you in hell. Oh, look, a fedora. <laughs> it's ugly. This it fits won't... really well. Hmm. <laughs> it's almost like I've won it before, wink. Displays da, 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 da. a little... <laughs> Least little sting for it. I I don't know. I feel like we're really. I don't. I think we've surpassed the flalonies of the world, and we're on to uh, we're we're Fahey ter- territory.
1: Oh, easy, easy. We're building uh,
0: a cinematic universe that's like interconnected with a complex web of uh, of it, interesting references
1: in ways no one has ever seen before. I I just have one request. If we're gonna Fahey. Uh-huh. Uh, I want one half of the hat, and then you get the other half of that hat.
0: I like that. I You like pick that's...
1: whatever side. I don't care if it's right or left. I just want half, <laughs> How about half, this? half, half a ball cap.
0: Okay. Okay. How about this? I get the, the brim, and you get the t- <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's just because you don't look good in hats.
0: That's right. I've uh, got a real weird shaped head. Hats don't fit me. Fair enough, alright I'll have take to glue it. that to a headband <laughs> I'm going to be a maniac
1: You look like a like a, a slot lizard in Vegas Wearing your sun visor
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> But way worse <laughs> And I'll just come up and be like Alright, take me seriously, Hollywood
1: <laughs> Well, every time I'm complaining about The sun being in my eyes
0: Exactly <laughs>
1: God damn it, the sun's still in my eyes. His hat is pointless.
0: I thought he was wearing a, a hat backwards, and then I, I saw him walk away. And it was still. There was no bill. This is was so bizarre. Still backwards. What's going on? He's really uh, redefined hat wearing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not practical, but he can pull it off. So
0: little is. So little is. <laughs>
1: Well, days. I, I'm for it. All right. Show's over. Right. Yeah, good?
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, John, are you, uh, is it my turn to imbibe something this episode? Or are you also imbibing something?
1: Are I'm we... imbibing. I'm breaking the, I'm breaking the chain. I'm Fleetwood macking it. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> because you know, like when you have those days where you're just like, I'm gonna drink something.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, for me, that's every single day.
1: Yeah, I've been getting there. I've been getting there. I've I've pulled like that uh, Simpsons episode where Marge is like drinking a glass of wine because there's something she can do. (laughs) Yeah, that's been me. Every time I'm like, well, I'm gonna have a sensible uh, bottle of beer with my sandwich. And then I'm like, ooh, I should have a night beer before. Well, let me drink. I've been drinking a lot of beer, but tonight I'm not drinking a beer
0: all right but what are you drinking today
1: john oh i i i, I felt like a uh, a person who found treasure i i found a whole case of the finished long drink that i did oh, not oh
2: yeah
0: <laughs> so love that finished long drink
1: yeah and i had um when i went to hawaii i had oh, one that was cranberry so now i'm gonna be on the lookout for that
0: Ooh, uh, i have yeah, not was, seen that in my neck of the woods that sounds yeah, good
1: yeah, like, and and the best part is, my uh, brother-in-law gave me one of those uh, 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 can koozies. You know, like the the ones that you put stuff on it from his work.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So I'm drinking out of it, so it still stayed
0: cool. That's that. And you're living the dream over there. <laughs>
1: I'm living in the future, my friend.
0: The future. <laughs> yes, you are. You're living in the future. We're gonna talk about the past. I am keeping a real basic today. I'm drinking a beer, a light beer, a light beer that has caused a little bit of controversy with a certain group of people lately. <laughs> I'll just leave you the, that for you to fill in the blanks. But uh, that's what I'm enjoying this evening, trying to keep it slim. And mm-hmm. uh, as far as light beers go, there really is only one that's even halfway decent. And it's this.
1: I mean that's fair. I mean I guess a lighter beer would just be water.
0: Yeah, or
1: Corona. Oh Zine. Yeah, I mean it's not that bad. Zine. I I I put down like seven Coronas the other night, and I was just uh, like, did I drink like- a beer? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I feel bloated, and mm-hmm. my mouth tastes like a shoe, but mm-hmm. I am I feel exactly the same inebriation-wise as before. Corona. <laughs>
1: tastes like jacks in my mouth.
2: <laughs> jacks.
0: <laughs> tastes like butt pennies in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, what's going uh, on here? <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>, but <laughs> Oh, I drink
1: Coronas. I forgot my bad. My
0: uh, Yeah, just kidding, Corona. If you want to sp- sponsor our podcast, we, sponsor. Will, we will say something nice about you. I'm sure yeah, we will bust her up something.
1: If it's in the fridge, it's cold. Boom,
0: that's, done. That's right. Cor- yeah. Corona. When Pacifico and Modelo and Dos Equis are sold out,
1: and corona. Australia and Pacifico, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I said Pacifico first. Are you just putting Pacifico in there twice?
1: Yeah, that's just like stabbing him in the neck with a knife. But we'll be nice about it. We'll be nice. <laughs> it's okay. You come at well, us, or you know, be a sp- You we can put Space Corona in Dora. Yeah, it's right? On. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen. I mean, uh, J.J. Abrams put, uh, uh, he put Bud Light in Star Trek, I think.
1: Which, you know, showed that that timeline was completely fractured when that happened. You'd, you'd imagine <laughs> that they would have evolved past Bud Light, at least. Did
0: you, here's a little bit of trivia for you that you may or may mm. not know. But that. Um, the Enterprise in the 2009 J.J. Abrams Star Trek, the engineering section is filmed in the Anheuser uh, Busch Brewery in Los Angeles.
1: <laughs> I did not know that, but that's awesome.
0: Yeah, when you see it again, once you know that, it ruins the movie because there are two very. I mean, there's a lot of areas that have like a bunch of snaking pipes and stuff that, that look kind of like it might be an engineering section, and they have these big tanks. Right, you're like, I wonder what those tanks are. Well, there's beer inside there. Number one, number two, the floor is terracotta tile.
1: Oh, oh, I've uh, you, I've seen that movie a couple of times. I've never really looked deeply at that scene. I will now check it out with the newfound uh,
0: yes, <laughs> newfound look at it again with a new uh, like. I enjoy those movies. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, slandering them necessarily, but I will say that that part of it is so distracting to me because I'm just like, what would a terracotta floor be doing on a starship?
1: I don't know. When you said pipes, that immediately made me they still use pipes in the 24th century?
0: Yeah, you gotta ship all that energy around, you know? Yeah, <laughs> That's but like, trick.
1: all that good crazy. Sense- could create something better than a pipe, and then I was like, "No, nah, I guess that's pretty timeless." I bet you even <laughs> aliens have some form of pipe or tube. Like it's,
0: we call it a fleebdorp.
2: Well, I mean, but you the call principle it... is
0: the same.
1: Yeah, you call it you. Do you have a terracotta floor? No.
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I love the, <laughs> I love the, the the engineering floor of the Enterprise. It's in the classic Spanish style.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's refreshing. If you walk on it barefoot, it will keep you cool.
0: Mm. Terracotta. Yes. Uh, terracotta. We're not here about to talk about Star Trek. What's what's Star Trek? Who knows.
1: No, no, get out of here with that.
0: Get out of here with that. That's right. We are doing something just for you out there. As I said in the intro, this is a crazy idea that I had that I I thought we have been talking about The Mandalorian a lot lately. The finale was coming up. I figured, let's watch it on a Wednesday, the, the day that it drops, mm-hmm. and then let's record that very same Wednesday, and then we put the episode out on Thursday. This is the closest to live we've ever come. Yeah, I mean, it
1: is. It is the closest to live we've ever come. All the other times we've just lied to the people,
0: but this That's is right. true.
1: This is <laughs> That's true. right.
0: Yeah. Every other time we were being duplicitous cads. Cad mains, perhaps. Yeah. But no, not this time. We're no. this is the real deal. And we don't we're not cool or popular enough to get screeners. So that's not i that can't be the answer. We watched it like all all of you. And this is this is you'll be getting our raw takes we just finished.
1: We just finished. I mean I had the I I rushed home from work to be wow. able to sit down and uh digest it all you know and i was just like i just got off a meeting while i was here it's like never again i must watch this quickly so i could be able to wax poetic about this
0: indeed and And the mandalorian had your back because this has got to be one of the shortest episodes of the entire they did they took care of
1: me they took care of me like this was like a scant 35 minutes
0: (laughs) it was over and i'm like what that's it that's it that's (laughs) it
1: Yeah, it, the the end of this, I, 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 you know, I, when the credits were playing, I was like, I'll watch through the credits, you know, make sure they don't like give me a little surprise or something.
0: John, uh, I did yeah. the same thing.
1: I mean, it was literally like me looking into like a, a Ritz cracker box, knowing that there are no more Ritz crackers in there, but I'm still shaking it and looking <laughs> for them. I'm like, there's gotta be a cracker in here somewhere. Come on.
0: There's nothing. always one that falls out. I want that stale, chewy cracker.
1: Nothing. It was nothing. I was like, wow. Thank you, Rick Famuiwa. You took care of me. You took care of me. You gave me a good 35 minutes. I couldn't even really enjoy my dinner I was eating while watching it. Because I was
0: like, oh, because <laughs> it, it was over already. You took one bite and the episode was over. Yeah. Uh, as you said, this is, episode is it's t- uh, titled The Return. It is directed by Rick Famuiwa. Uh, Uh, and it was, (laughs) you can always tell it's a, it's a, you can always tell it's a Famuiwa episode because there's a, at least one shot of, like, something flying from either, like, over the shoulder or, like, right, you know, cockpit looking back. (laughs) He loves that shot.
1: You know... It works in this instance because you have a bunch of people dressed up like jet fighters, almost. You know, like they all true, got these true. cool helmets. They're meant to cut through this stuff, so getting really close to the action. I, I, that's that's been actually like the hallmark of this whole season for me. Was like more up close, more dog fights, more like yeah, let's just let's just get in there. No no grandstanding. Let's just get in that mess, but. Yeah, yeah, he's can...
0: a really talented director and does a great job with action. He just has that signature shot. You can always tell it's one of his episodes. I don't even know. I wasn't even paying attention, so I didn't know who uh, directed it. But once I saw that shot, I was like, ah.
1: Now there's Rick.
0: Rick doing it again. There's my buddy Rick. I know it's going to be an exciting one if he's uh, uh, you know, behind the camera. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, definitely. I've, I'm I'm really happy that he's not just director, but also as executive producer. I think that's that's really cool.
0: Um, you gotta yeah. <laughs> when you got someone who is that talented, done so much for your show, gotta bring him on uh, the creative team full time. I wonder if uh, I wonder if he'll take over kind of uh, the Flaloni ro- role as uh, as Filoni, I think will. Uh, i think logically roll off to do uh ahsoka i think that would be his you would think that would be his focus
1: i mean maybe as like okay mando is now under kind of your helm but we're still gonna be architecting the big story
0: him and favreau
1: so yeah like yeah the, over, see... the,
0: the, the whole arc for sure
1: yeah yeah so it's just like hey let's do this you know i mean this was also written by john favreau again so he's just having fun writing
0: He's, he's written, I think he's had writing credits on every episode this season, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think just about every episode. Wow.
0: I'll be. I'll be damned. I
1: mean, it must be nice. Create something that yeah. most everybody loves. He's like, you know what I really want to do? I would write. So I'm going to write yeah. for it a little bit. I want to keep doing it. And if you don't like it, well, I'll just blame ChatGPT. ChatGPT wrote that episode. It's okay, though. <laughs>
0: Anyone's you don't like? It was ChatGPT.
1: Yeah, people don't like that, right? People don't like the AI. <laughs> well, it's nice it's to have robots. a good
0: scapegoat. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We, let's not blame our future. You know, our future <laughs> overlords. <laughs>
1: Now, I mean, look, if they want to also sponsor Dora, I'm for it. We can be yeah. a space Corona, chat GBT, Fedora. Let's We're
0: co-written go. co-written by chat
1: G- 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 B- GBT. <laughs> probably, probably most people would be thankful if I did that. We're like, have you read John's writing? It's Drek.
0: Drek. <laughs> Star Wars, the Dora Tales.
1: Dora. And you know how I'd break it up? I, I wouldn't know. do any sort of instrumental music. It would be like the, the Enterprise. Be like, it's been a long, long
0: time. And that would
1: be the song for Dora. You do the you same that. one? Yeah, maybe. But maybe like get like the Mighty Mighty Boss Stones to cover it or something. No, I don't know. you wouldn't.
2: <laughs> Here's Dora the show. It's a show about a hat. It's a hat that goes in space. It's also in Star Wars, Dora the Hat!
1: <laughs> I like it. Damn, print. Print. <laughs> this is this is gold.
0: It's about time for Scott to come back around, right? Like, you know, oftentimes trends are cyclical. It's time for Scott. To make it's, it's a big return.
1: Dude, you, you remember Dark Knight, like uh, Dark Knight Rises or whatever, when he goes in, and he's got like that Lucite-cased Batman suit? Uh-huh. That's my Zoot suit.
0: That's
2: what we're
1: ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's ready. <for>. It's ready. It's
0: <laughs> ready. Yeah. You go down to the Zoot Cave. You got a wallet chain. You got a fedora <laughs> appropriately. Exactly.
1: Enough. Yeah, I got my cane. I got my pants with pleats. I'm 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 ready. <laughs> I'm ready.
0: <laughs> the show's just... called Dora. Bobby, <laughs> another bottle of blue milk.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean literally just open doors over like Zoot Suit Riot. And I get ready, and I'm good to go. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: yeah. the code name. That's like the the secret phrase that you'd say into. The- <laughs> oh, that'd be kind
1: of cool. No, I was just thinking when it opened, it would just like lightly just say Zoot
0: Suit Riot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just a sting. It's that place to get thing. you in the Ooh. mood.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, I have to get ready to wear the Zoot Suit. Got to be in a state of mind for a Zoot Never Suit
2: Never had to knock on wood.
0: Remember that one? <laughs> I
1: did. Everybody I did. That's us. why. Yeah, that's why I really enjoyed it. But I figured they could cover the, the Enterprise thing song. Were you just skanking just now? I was. You didn't. You didn't hear. Hopefully, you didn't hear any wood creaking in the back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, wait.
0: Hold on.
2: It's What's that? been a long road. Oh,
1: hold on. Hold on. Tanya's Tanya's yelling at me. Uh, she's telling me to stop skanking. Oh office. no!
0: <laughs> <laughs> she knows she, the sound all too well. You can tell,
1: like bits of the roof flake off. It's pretty bad. I shouldn't do it, but I do it anyway. <laughs> Goddamn Scott music forever, ever, 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 ever.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, Tanya, Scott's coming back. Nothing's going to stop it now. Nothing. Nothing's going to get in its way. Nothing's <laughs> going to get in its way. Until.
0: Yeah, that's what's, what's really going to heal the divide in America, I think, is
2: <laughs> the return of Scott. <laughs>
1: Everyone linking hand to hand, skanking to madness.
0: Welcome to Ska. It healed the world. Skanking Everyone. around with suspenders and a fedora. Dora coming May 17th, 2007.
1: <laughs> Disney Plus. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, what you think about this episode?
0: <clears throat> yeah, let's get into it. Let's talk yeah. about it. Uh, no, it's, it's we open rah, kind of like a nerve. Let's go. Exactly. We open in media rays, kind of from the last time that we saw the all our Mandalorian friends. We're still on Mandalore. Things are still looking dire. Din is looking for uh, Gideon. Uh, then look, we got Bo Katan just kind of flying all over the place for a little bit. And we have, you know what really struck me about this episode?
2: Uh, why, do you,
0: why do you have an episode in this season where the Mandalorians run out of jetpack fuel <laughs> very soon after leaving to chase that kid? And then in this episode, uh, unlimited jetpack
2: fuel <laughs>
0: for the entire thing. Not a person runs out a single time and they fly for a good, I want to say, 20 minutes of this, of this 30-minute episode.
1: Well, they're on Mandalore. So that uh, gives them extra fuel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, come on. This it it, 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 it scoops Mandalorian air, Mandalore air and just converts it into fuel. You hear that? Are they topped off right before? Cause they knew they were getting a battle except for like the, 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 the cult you know, yeah. maybe they didn't have as much fuel cause they were on a water plant with no ships. I guess,
0: and, I mean. <laughs> Axe flew all the way to space. I didn't know he was gonna go to space. Well, I, I thought mean, they were going a ship up there or something. He was just like, "No, I gotta go. I'm gonna go <laughs> through the stratosphere. It's gonna take two hours."
1: Yeah, well, I mean, remember that? That's where they left off the fleet. So he had to go it up to them, and he couldn't call through the uh, the the ionized air. So he had to he had to breach the dark clouds and get to the ship and then immediately tell everybody get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm going to make a brave sacrifice. Just kidding. Wee. I'm you know <laughs> what? I'm giving X my uh my thumbs up of the week. That's he exact- the MVP of the episode. <laughs> I think so because you know what I'm just like I'm like why are you staying on this ship? You got a rocket. And I was like, "Oh, cool. He's just self-serving enough to get his get himself out of there." Good on you, X. Yeah, Come way to go,
0: Axe. I, I mean, I thought he was going to do a holdo, to be totally honest.
1: Well, he kind of did, but then I guess
0: he kind of did. It would like be great s- if he set it to go to light speed right before
1: it hits the Holy face. Holy shit, that would have been dope. But I mean, that was like a slow-mo holdo. Yeah. Because it was very like, I like that.
0: that. That has a nice ring to it. slow holdo.
1: Or slow-do. S-
0: slow-do. <laughs> because it wasn't very fast, but it was just like. Hey,
1: that'll work. Um, I'll take Yeah, it. actually
0: the, this predates the Holdo maneuver. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it looks just, looks like, like, I should have oh, called it the axe.
1: <laughs> looks like uh Holdo owes axe some residuals.
0: Yeah, a holdo <laughs> ripped off axe and now yeah. it's it's canon. Yeah, I
1: don't think she's he's collecting them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did boy. you like did you like when Bo Katan poochied herself in the hallway? <laughs>
0: She really did. She's like uh, the director, or like the creative team's, like, "Oh no, she would definitely be caught in that explosion." Let's just, let's just, just like select, translate, (laughs) just like
1: (laughs) so awkward. But I'm like, nice. Use use the rocket packs for it.
0: Here's the here's one of the things I noticed in this episode, and I wonder if you kind of got the same impression. But do you think Gino Carlo Esposito was not there to do his parts? Because there were some scenes that looked like they were really just his head kind of superimposed on someone else in that suit.
1: I mean, he might have been like doing that whole uh, like Far Cry Six or whatever when this was going on. So they like <laughs> just. <laughs> Just put a put a green cape around me and record it. My performance will be better,
2: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah maybe he was just at the barber when he did well when he did his uh his his scenes' Cause there was like there was just a couple things where his face looked really awkward, and then a couple of them were when the body moved, the face seemed like a, kind of like there was like a slight delay or something. There was a herky jerkiness to it that really took me out of it for a second.
1: Yeah, I mean, also he wasn't really helmetless too often, so you might be right. They might have, they might have done that and just <laughs> put I somebody say, else in the suit.
0: I really enjoyed. I I love Moff Gideon. I really enjoyed that character. I love how much uh, Gino Carlo Esposito really. Uh, he really hammed it up in a, and chewed the scenery in a way that I want all of my Star Wars villains to do. I like that kind of hammy performance. And, uh, just want to say, you know, spoiler alert, but we won't be seeing him again. Oh, I mean,
1: or won't we? We won't. <laughs> I don't, well, maybe, but maybe we will.
0: We never see any of his little, his his fun little creations that for some reason the Imperial Remnant refuses to to take up, even though they would clearly win if they had those robots and... The, his uh, his death it's, troopers who, that have, uh, you know, Beskar armor.
1: <laughs> you mean his faux DeLoreans? Yep. <laughs> so so in this one, there were cold DeLoreans, faux DeLoreans, uh, hobo DeLoreans.
0: Oh, hobo DeLoreans, yep. And yeah. then or Farmer DeLoreans, we find out.
1: Yeah, or farm DeLoreans. Yeah, that sounds like a farm to your house type
0: of app. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, gotta get farm DeLoreans. <laughs>
1: Yeah, use Farm Delorean when you want fresh-grown plants from under the uh, glassed planet of Mandalore. Farm Delorean, from farm, <laughs> delivered by Delorean. I mean, a yeah, Mandalorian.
0: Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool, though. Hey, here's, a, here's your farm box, Marty.
1: <laughs> Marty, Marty. How many it's coconuts a, did they order?
2: <laughs> it's a kid's... coconut. <laughs>
0: didn't order any. Oh, geez. That would be a bad. That'd be a bad Farm DeLorean order if they got. If they gave you coconuts and you didn't order them. Yeah. I mean, who's really
1: delivering coconuts? Who everybody? is ordering?
0: Do you get like. If you got a whole coconut that you have to break open yourself, that's the last time I'm getting a farm to table box.
1: <laughs> oh, straight <laughs> up. I'm going to tell you that coconut's just going to end up in the trash. Oh, I, I, I'm. I'm a city kid. I am not equipped to deal with a coconut. I have no idea if you hammer and chisel it, throw it underneath a train track. I have no idea how to open a coconut. And I don't want to know.
0: You do need a hammer, usually. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you want to drain that milk out of there. Like coconut milk.
1: I rent, Forrest.
0: I rent. (laughs) You think I got a hammer? Get out of here. I don't. I don't need a hammer. What are you talking about?
1: Hmm. The hammer is the people I call and tell them, "Hey, I need you to fix this, and I'm sure you have a hammer, which will probably solve the problem." I have a coconut,
0: I, and I have no way of opening. It. Is that how you? Is that how you? Uh, like when you're trying to get quotes for some construction product, you're like, "Beep boop pop." Hey, do you have a
2: hammer? <laughs> well, you're hired.
0: Uh, I guess. All right, you've got the job. What job? <laughs>
1: I like the cut of your jib. You sound like responsible.
0: Cu- <laughs> oh, a good. hammer, you say? What? I'm going down tiny tiny. He has a hammer. We're set. We're good. I got the best in the city, Tanya. Don't you worry. He's got something they call a hammer.
1: Yeah, I think there's a ootlot lot in it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Might be a powerful hammer. <laughs> <Yep. laughs>
0: Saw it at Ikea once. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, I guess
1: maybe it was like CG Esposito uh, for most of it. But I mean, what do you think about this? Uh, his plot. His plot to just make versions of himself.
0: Yeah, interesting, interesting, uh, interesting thing that he's trying to do here. You know, I guess people who have made clones in um star wars have historically kind of made weird choices like with the emperor's case it makes a lot of sense this was plan z you know it'll, i'll never get thrown down a pit but if <laughs> i do <laughs> i'm
1: ready for it that's i've for got sure. something
0: <laughs> set up i killed all those kaminoids whoopsie doopsie i probably shouldn't yeah. have done that that would have yeah. been really useful <laughs> I mean,
1: the new empire was a little gun crazy. You know what I mean? We probably should have kept a couple around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: yeah, so he that makes a certain amount of sense. But then we we speaking of the Caminoans, that they were just like here. Here's a guy who's like, guess a good bounty hunter? I don't know. He really farms out a lot of his work. Maybe he padded his resume, but he we're gonna make a whole army based off of him. I, and then Gino Carlos Esposito you know, like. Who's better than Who's better than Moff Gideon? Fucking nobody. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're gonna get like ten Moff Gideons, and we're gonna be force choking people,
0: and it's gonna be awesome. But this it's... kind of resolves the reason why he wanted Grogu, right? Is that he was making clones of himself that would have the Force that I guess wouldn't overthrow him. I imagine they would all be just Machiavellian, just like him, and they would be like, Well, yes, thank you for summoning me, but I have the Force. Force choke you, because you don't, anyway. What What's up, other Moff Gideons? Want to rule the galaxy without this dork? Yeah.
1: That's true. Like, these machinations do not, like, I, I wouldn't want, if I was Gideon, I would not want, like, 12 other me. Because then I'd be like, oh, they're going to take me out, because... Not only are they like me, but they also have this mystical mumbo jumbo that can choke me from like thousands of yards away. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and I deal with that.
0: And uh, and did, I like how they had, like, it was never Din's mission to go in there and, and destroy all the clones, but he definitely knew how and that he definitely made that part of it. He's like, yeah, no, these, these
2: guys got to go.
1: Look, Din is the meta gaming tabletop rpg player of all time he's like i don't know what this is but i'm taking it out
0: i don't oh, like it he's an NPC that is being played by the game master <laughs> yeah like, like he knows the overall plot it's like i i mean he looked at me he's
1: like i don't like this guy i'm gonna i'm gonna figure out like what is it, alt f4 and i'm gonna blow this thing up just by pushing a few buttons on this console
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I I I have to admit, I was kind of hoping it would be like some sort of uh, proto Snoke. Although I guess that doesn't make sense because they would he would have to be on Exegol and he would have to be involved with the Sith cult, which he obviously wasn't. Uh, But it does it is kind of (laughs) like I don't want to give too much away, but this episode was a lot about like wrapping things up. And this was one of the things that they just had to wrap up. Like, we can't let this continue to be a thing. This is a prequel, technically. It doesn't make sense. So this has got to go.
1: I mean, yeah. I think the the title, The Return, has a multifaceted amount of playing. <laughs> on this. I agree. <laughs> yeah, but... It's
0: never meant more things than it has <laughs> in this, this episode.
1: This one. Which is, which is kind of nice because you know, here's the thing, right? Like when you were right about the whole dark saber thing, that really shook me to my core.
0: You, cause you felt like anything, any bad thing was possible.
1: Yeah. Or like you start, you know, it's kinda like you start looking for conspiracy theories or whatever. Like even when you were talking to us, like, what if the one we saw get kind of, you know, uh, 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 blown up, what if he was just a clone?
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe there's another clone out there. I mean, they could always do that. Even, he has
1: he'd have to have more than one base. We've seen him have more than like one location.
0: It's true, even though like the way he reacts to all his clones being killed, it seems like those are the only ones he had. Uh the, his lines of dialogue make you feel that way, but it leaves the writers enough room where if they really wanted to bring it back, they plausibly could.
1: Yeah, I just, I, I agree. I just feel like I think I'm putting too much thought into it.
0: Uh, now you're just like, wait a minute, what if this happens? What, just, you're just what? like, any dump that you think of, you're like, oh God, that's what's going to happen, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and then I'm just like, oh, that would be terrible. But I mean, I guess they could do it if they wanted to or don't do it if they don't want to. Yeah. So, I'm, so but then I'm just thinking like, am I giving this too much credit? Or I think you are, <laughs> uh, I, I, that's where I feel like that's where I landed after watching this episode and getting ready to like do this. I was just like, yeah, I think I'm just giving him too much. This is, I'm just going to take it for face value. And if it isn't, oh, well, uh, I think that's smart. Yeah. But, uh, can I, can I tell you about my boy, Den? Sure. Jarin.
0: Tell me about, yes.
1: Tell I'm, me about dude I'm loving that capoeira kick he's doing. Yeah, he's doing
0: a lot of, he's really picked up some new fighting styles, uh, and he's he's really showed them off. There was a lot of cool fighting in this uh, episode. Probably maybe 50% more knees, knee sliding than knee. needed to happen. But.
1: Well, hey, when you're doing something cool, when you're trying to be like Den Wick, right? And just taking fools out left and right with knives and pencils and all that stuff. Sometimes you're going to slide on your knees, or you're going to roundhouse kick somebody in the fucking head. And I appreciated that every time he did it. It's like, yeah, get it, get it. Give me a, give me like a real like Mandalorian fighting style. So just like,
0: yeah, I thought that was cool. I definitely liked the whole like uh, video game uh, like level uh, style of his fight with the different uh, dark troopers or whatever. Yeah, I just call them um, faux DeLoreans. Yes, the faux DeLoreans, in like the with the uh, Jin laser shields, where he just like he fought them literally just one wave of enemies after another, much like a video game. And they got progressively like more cool weapons as he <laughs> as he went down the line. <laughs> this one's like they they just got knives, and this one they
1: got guns. This one's like got a shield. This one's got like a light club, and you're just like. Wow. All right. Yeah. You've seen the basic, the medium and the elite unit for sure, in terms of like the whole video game parlance. Um, uh, I do have something to tell, uh, uh Moff Gideon though, just mm. make the robots again, but just make them out of Beskar because those seem like they were a lot more capable,
0: right? Yeah, those things seem like unstoppable killing machines. And imagine them with Beskar; he would have easily won. But now he was like, he got a bunch of jobbers in there uh, to, because uh... I guess this is these are the reinforcements he was sent right from the uh, the Shadow Council of the Imperial Imperial Remnant.
1: No, the only no, the only reinforcements he got was the tie interceptors and the Praetorian Guards.
0: I thought he also got like a squad or something.
1: I mean, he might've, but it wasn't the photo The photo Laurens was his whole thing that was that like, you can see that he's like one of those dudes, you know, was doing the whole ISB thing. And he was in charge of like, you know, crushing Mandalore and stuff like that. But he fell in love with the culture. And so he really <laughs> immersed himself <Yeah>. in it. <laughs> and then he appropriated it and then he immediately appropriated it. And then that, there, that seems that,
0: like that's very Gideon.
1: Yeah, it just feels like that's his thing. So he's like, "Well, I am gonna take these stormtroopers, but I am gonna put them in Mandalorian armor because they're not Mandalorians. They're just <laughs> dumb stormtroopers are slightly more protected, but they look kind of neat. Like they, they look, look
0: like they look pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I think it was a good like blend between like probably late era Empire and like First Order trying to figure out what their shit's gonna look like.
2: You
0: know? Yeah, it kind of. It was it was an interesting choice. Um, it sort of reminded me of those Mandalorians that were uh, that were uh, loyal to Darth Maul from the from yeah, the that, cartoon.
1: That too, that too. I mean, even his his Mandalorian armor, his 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 fake Darth Vader stuff that he made for himself. It had the horns. It felt like
0: it was really inspired by that too. So. Yeah, I saw a lot of chatter online with people assuming that they assumed two big things. One. That Darth Maul was going to be involved somehow, uh, because we saw him in you know we saw him, uh,
1: although, no, he, he,
0: he he's died. definitely dead.
1: <laughs> he died in
0: Rebels. Yeah, he, he's definitely for real dead this time. Uh, um, but also then like they were assumed a lot of people. <laughs> People were, were thinking they were very clever, mm. much like we do sometimes on the show. So I'm not I'm not saying that it's that, that anyone did anything wrong or bad, but people were saying, oh, wait a minute. The armorer has horns, Darth Maul had horns, Gideon's outfit has horns, she's gonna betray the Mandalorians. I mean, look.
1: Think about giving the show more credit than it probably. That would have have been pretty
0: interesting. Well,
1: I mean, the last episode was called the spies, right? And you're like, that's, (laughs) that's plural. That's more than one. So like, I can infer that, uh, Kane at the beginning is the first spy. Right. And then they're like, well, how did Gideon know all this stuff with the manual?" he's like, I'll deal with them. So you're like, there has to be a spy in their midst. So you just automatically look at the armor because they then make the armor do the most shady things. Yeah, you know, they're doing the eye shots, the slow roll, all this stuff, making you think, yeah, it can't be this easy. She can't be the spy because it's too telegraphed, but she she has to be the spy. And then this episode, don't worry about them spies. We're not (laughs) even... What spies? What spies? Oh dude, that that meant something complete. That was a deeper meaning that we won't ever go into. So let's just forget that that was the title for that episode. And instead, let's just focus on Mandalorians fighting foe DeLoreans and hobo DeLoreans all in close proximity. In the
0: skies. (laughs) Take to the skies.
1: I was for it, especially when like Bo-Katan's slicing fools with the Darksaber while flying around. I was like, that's cool. And then getting hit in the fucking head with a hammer. That armor (laughs) is like, I'm never picking up a gun. I don't need it. I got the hammer. The
0: the hammer looked real dumb against a a crocodile turtle. Uh, But flying through the air against people who can't really be hurt by blasters, it seemed like a genius move. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Everyone should have gotten hammers. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm always, I think that should be just standard kit. That'd be the first thing I'd start up like, okay, look, y'all get your blasters, your whistling birds and all that stuff, but we're also equipping y'all with hammers and you, (laughs) and you will hit people because the thing that we've learned through a galaxy far, far away is blunt force trauma does work.
0: Yes, in all when all else fails, it doesn't matter. You still got a like a noodle in there with a little mm-hmm. brain in it that's sloshing about, and you could if you knock that thing hard enough, anyone's going down. It doesn't matter how impressive your armor is. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got a pretty epic fight beforehand. We got like a little bit of uh, I don't know. I guess it's exposition to show us, hey, Mandalore might not be so bad off after all because. The uh, the Mandalorians that were abandoned on Mandalore have uh, planted cave gardens with uh, indigenous plants, and they have grown just fine. Uh, Bo Katan is shocked; she's only seen uh, it in the Dome City gardens, but no, all, you know they say all it needed was a little space to grow. Wink, wink, overpopulation or <laughs> city density <laughs> problems. Real what? commentary on something.
1: I mean, definitely was and uh, i mean i guess i'm here for it i guess i'd eat cave algae why not i got nothing yeah. better to do
0: i mean i guess this is when we go back to mandalore someday it's going to be all green and they'll be like oh we told you it's possible now here it is uh but uh yeah big fight ending with so what did you think of this final fight with moth gideon
1: uh i mean i thought it was fitting who was originally fighting him when you know they 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 they, they traded off right like yeah, Din was there trying to fight him and stuff. But they, my my favorite thing about den is that he's very consistent. Like you know what he likes, you know who he wants to protect, and he doesn't really give a shit about anything else. Mm-hmm. So then when it was like Bo Katan and um, Gideon fighting, I thought it was fitting, right? She like lost the planet to him. He did the whole night of a thousand tears. I'm sure he named it that too. You know, he's like, I'm sure they're crying down there. Um, (laughs) and I thought the fight was, you know, I thought the fight was fine. I I think it it really picks up when it's like all three Mandalorians, you know, like getting together, you know? Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. I I like, I like that.
0: I think it was good. I was a little underwhelmed by it at the end. And I'm not sure if I can really put my finger on why. Uh, maybe it's because like the explosion killed Gideon, uh, and there wasn't sort of a more satisfying, you know, uh, end by the hand of one of our hero characters. Um, I uh, I like all the Grogu stuff. I like him finally using the Force a lot. I like I thought that was cool. Uh, but the fight itself, I was a little bit like, hmm, something about it didn't quite hit for me. I think it was fine, like you said, but uh, I mean, I think I, maybe I, my expectations were too high after him being built up as a character for so long.
1: I didn't. I mean, he. I mean, he got his ass beat in season two, though, so it was just it wasn't like.
2: Yeah, that's he, true. It,
1: it wasn't like the the appropriation stopped at like the armor and shit. It's not like he learned how to fight like them He he did everything he could. I mean, look at all the Fodilarians who couldn't fight for shit.
0: They really like couldn't. A,
1: like I mean, here they are. They got this cool armor that's damn near blaster proof, but everyone's just shooting them in the necks. We're shooting <laughs> them with their their knees, you know. So I'm like, he didn't really learn how to fight. I I think. again, I might be reading deeper into this than actually was there, but I like them fighting together because it's kind of the message of, you know, the Mandalorians have always, in fighting has always been the thing. And them kind of coming to that realization that they are, you know, she's been saying it for a while, but this is the first time I felt like it was meant, that, you know what I mean? Like that she's like us Mandalorians fight better together and watching the three of them fight them you know, like, even seeing Grogu do, like, the force pushes and, like, sliding a little bit and stuff. I was for it, because yeah, at this he point. Did
0: a, he did a knee slide, too. It's like people saw Bo do it, and they're like, dude, I want to do that. That's cool as hell.
1: I mean, their armor does have knee pads. It just stands to reason that you're going to be sliding on them. That's all I'm yeah. saying.
0: and Grogu uh, might have just tripped over his really long robe. Yeah, <laughs> <slid> but... <naturally. laughs> Yeah, it hey, might've,
1: but I, I mean, so in that I enjoyed, he Gideon never felt like a big bad that knew how to fight. Let me put it like that. So I was never like, I guess for me, the fight was fine because I'm just like, I didn't really expect him to be like, Oh shit. You know, we're fighting, you know, like Donnie Yin or something like not whatsoever. That's
0: fair. I, that's fair. I think, I, you know, expecting John Wick of the show, it, is maybe not fair. Um, and for me, I I think it's just maybe living a little bit in the, in the shadow of the season two finale. Um, you're
1: not beating that finale.
0: Yeah. That's you're, the thing it's, it's it's only downhill from there. There
1: is, there is, I'm gonna make a bold proclamation, which I shouldn't because you've been right more often than not than I have recently. <laughs> I don't think you're going to have a finale like that ever again because it was it's been, so surprising exactly it's been done and it was yeah. just so like <gasps> you know like oh my god it's so, it's so good and exactly. then you, you know so now it's just like oh and obi gonna come back and save Ahsoka or you know some bullshit like that it's not gonna. I don't think that's gonna I don't think that's gonna play so I didn't I, I would say like, if you you were to ask me to kind of wrap up my thoughts on season three, that season three was very serviceable of Mandalorian, a little yeah. wayward here or there. My feelings after this episode was I really appreciate, and this is how I currently feel anyway, I gotta watch it again. I really appreciate this episode for what it kind of did for this series.
0: Yeah, I mean, Yes, because after we have this sort of
1: lousy <laughs> fair Here's, fight, yeah, I mean, yes. he, gets, he gets blown <laughs> up slowly by the slow-do. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> <laughs> the slowdo maneuver. The slow-do I mean, maneuver. It, happens. it's a real team effort. You're right about that, including Grogu, who finally does some really impressive force stuff with, uh, you know, shielding everyone from the explosion. Initially, when the explosion went off and Bo Katan had her dueling shield up, I was like, wait a minute. Are they expect us to think that that saved all three of them That's a little shield, but no, that was the misdirect of course because grogu is using the force um but uh you know, I think that you're right for what it does for the series is very is nice because after that whole thing happens, we get basically a montage. Kind of reminded me of watching The Rise of Skywalker, where like you never spend more than like two minutes in any pl- scene. It's just like, boom, 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 thing is happening, everything, we gotta cram it into two hours. Yeah, we got no time. Emperor's alive, people, just get over it. Don't worry about it, we gotta go on. Rin, uh, you're running through the galaxy. You know, <laughs> don't stop. Lots of goes, crossfades, hyper skip go- jump,
1: let's go. We're only slowing down when we get to Babu Freak because that dude is cool.
0: Yeah, Yeah. that dude is cool. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I allow it. But it definitely, the end of this episode definitely reset the stakes. And in a way that I kind of like, up until the the last kind of, uh, I don't know, five minutes of the episode where they kind of tie everything up, I was on board. And I do agree with you. I do appreciate how it reset the entire series back to its roots almost. Um, but the way that that it it just had a bunch of scenes that were like literally tying a bow on several plot threads was kind of like, okay, (laughs) all right. Like, it, it felt very by the numbers in a way where they're like, all right, here we go. Well, let's see, the Mandalorian, they need to restart the forge, that's symbolic, okay, check, got it. Mm -hmm. Uh, the kid didn't get totally baptized in that scene because it was interrupted by the alligator turtle, so gotta finish that up. Bingo, did it. Alright, we gotta make Grogu, I guess he was a, I guess it was important that he had graduated to an official apprentice class so he could go on his journeys. Mm -hmm. So that, so that, that uh, made sense for, for Din to leave, uh, Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Alright, did that checked check check box? Uh all right now we gotta go. We gotta go visit our new republic friends.
1: Yeah, we gotta uh, give dead and gainful employment somehow. Yeah,
0: he needs to become a bounty hunter again somehow. And it's like, who do you do that for? Well, the new republic's not gonna send probably not gonna send you on a, a bunch of duplicitous kind of things. He's trying to be a good dad, an example for Grogu, so uh alright, cool. Uh, guess what they got at the bar at uh <laughs> here at uh, the New Republic base. That's right, it's an IG unit head. All right, yep. so we can fix up the robot everybody loves. Check box. All right, he's going back to Navarro. Uh, all right, he needs a base of operations, so remember when <laughs> remember when Grief Cargo said he could settle down in a cool little house? Well, he's going to get that. Here's the keys to that check yep. box. Navarro's got a new marshal. It's IG's back, and it's... But he's back to his old self again. Check. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Just, it felt very sort of like they needed to run through a, a, a bunch of stuff before it, the episode was over. It
1: did. But for me, it, it felt like there was a lot of open-ended questions that wouldn't make much sense to keep continuing this through. Like... We didn't talk about it during the fight with the Gideon and Bo Katan, but the Dark Sabers destroyed. So this Oh right.
0: So <laughs> I did so, want to talk about that. Because this show seems like it has a penchant for just destroying all the cool stuff that's super marketable.
1: <laughs> no, but it does, but thank you for getting rid of this weird MacGuffin thing. Like like Right. This has been such a, a, a thing that would definitely f- keep fracturing a people over a symbolic Sword, you know what I mean? Like, I'm happy the finally, and also because uh, I didn't buy one, I'm happy that <laughs> this thing got blown, you know destroyed because I'm like, good, free them from that.
0: Like, yeah, they, well, they're like, they need to explain why Bo Katan can continue to be because it's never challenged again. Again, another checkbox
1: or get challenged, but you just don't need the sword to be the thing that makes you like, I mean, think about that. Like imagine if you just sucker punch somebody, took their sword also you're ruler of a people, that is like, yeah, or I don't know, imagine you're fighting this weird robot thing and you weren't really challenged for it, but then someone came in and destroyed the robot thing with the thing that you had and all of a sudden by technicality, uh, transitive properties, you <laughs> ergo, there go, you get the sword. <laughs> come on like i mean i'm happy i was just happy to see that kind of removed from the table it's 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 done its job like it no longer needs to be there the thing i've been talking about about den was like what's like what's in it for him because he has no interest in any of these like machinations these grander world things he wants to live a simple life so just reset it, just give them like, give us kind of like this happy ending. Cause I tell you one of my feelings because of the way everything was going, I was like, oh, they're going to kill him off. Like (laughs) I I was like, not in the, not in the, like the interrogation thing, but I was like, no, they're going to kill him off. He's going to die because like, we ain't seen Pedro's face once this season. Yeah.
0: The last of us is doing incredibly well. Yeah. like uh, He'll, he'll probably win an Emmy or something, the golden globe at the very least.
1: But then I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, well, if I don't even need to show up to be there, I can just do my voice lines in probably like a day or two. And yeah, I still make it, some money. a fat check. Yeah, I'm gonna keep doing that. But like, you didn't know where it was. So it just kind of gave this happy ending. Cause the other thing is more than likely we're getting a Mandalorian season four, but that won't be to like 2025
0: yeah my uh my wife Jess was saying like it is it feels very much like this could have been the end to the entire series the yeah, way they wrap things up
1: 100% it feels like a series finale and you know what if it was I'd be okay with it
0: yeah it's very like it definitely it definitely makes sense now the quote we heard from John Fabro who when he was like the Mandalorian could go on forever because now they've basically just like taken out all the big myth arc stuff, the big sort of like overarchy questions. And now they're just like, he could just do bounty hunting stuff for the old Republic and have the old Republic sort of the, what's happening with the old Republic take center stage as the myth arc stuff. And that could happen over season after season after season until they finally bring it together with this big movie project that full is working on.
1: Yeah, just, I mean, if it's wrapped up, cool. If not, it's uh, to your point earlier, this is a prequel series to the sequel trilogy. So it's not like we don't see in there. Not like he would be involved with that whole first order other business, but you could start wondering like, well, where was he? Where was, yeah. where, where was his star? You know, where was his ship at the end? You know, when they were fighting on Exegol, he would have been there where, you know, like, no, it's just like, just put his ass on adventures. Give us a villain of the week or give us, you know, something that is just adventures in star Wars. This is going to be a bold proclamation. My part, this ending and the way they wrapped everything up just made me feel like, oh, cool. It's star Wars. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We even got the, we even got the circle wipe at the very end, uh, on a frog being tortured
1: Well, the frog <laughs> being let go. right normally we know grogu would have just ate that frog
0: but he's evolving he's He's uh, growing up a little bit uh i'm glad there were many times in this episode i thought he was gonna talk i'm really glad they didn't do that
1: i mean when he did talk it was just kind of like you didn't know what he said yep which was cool yeah but i but they're starting to understand each other and I'm kind of glad, you know, I liked him being put in that like IG chassis for the thing. But then I was like, oh man, are they gonna put like a Mandalorian helmet on it? Like, are they gonna give it armor too? And he's just gonna roll oh around. Oh my God, in that? that would've been really funny. <laughs> That'd been funny, but I was like, I'm kind of glad that, you know, like that they just were just like, look, just embrace the silliness. It's a little like, you got this little 51 year old baby that has force powers just it's already silly enough. Let's just, let's just dive right in. Let's just deal with it. Let's, let's just enjoy him jumping around and doing silly shit. Like we know it's a puppet. We know it ain't a real dude. Let's it's cool. So that's, that's why for me, like them just kind of wrapping everything up and just saying, well, you're not going to get one of these for a while. You're going to get Ahsoka, which is going to be a lot more, probably a lot more serious. You're going to get, you know, the acolyte, you're going to get a bunch of other shows probably in between this. So, Let's tie everything up until the next you know the next thing that we need to introduce comes in or maybe this isn't the show for that anymore.
0: Yeah, maybe it'll be very interesting to see like I hope they go I mean they're definitely gonna do another season I'm sure the season was very successful and uh I do agree I like the the getting back the to like season one uh problem of the week planet of the week, you know, a bounty of the week is really what I want them to get back to. And I hope this means that he will be getting a bigger ship so he could be hauling people uh, you know, around. Maybe we probably not the Razor Chris, but it would be cool to see. Uh let's see the Outrider. <laughs> let's see Dash Rendar. Stop it.
1: Stop it. It's not <laughs> going to happen. We're not getting a YT twenty four hundred. We're not getting Outrider. <laughs>
0: let's let's get the Outrider in here. He uh, died. He blown up that's He'd right. Blown he, up. Uh, Din finds it in a junkyard. And, no, and, uh, it's blown
1: up. Ref- you can't find blown up things in the junkyard.
0: It takes it back to Pele or Peely or whatever her name was. And she fixes it up. and uh, We got the Outrider. <laughs> it's brought back into the canon. Yeah, well, you know, uh, with the
1: way those writers you've been, might be.
0: Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, but then they'll just blow it up. Just like a, his, like, just like, the uh just like the razor crest just like his awesome iconic rifle just like they don't yeah. use the whistling birds anymore <laughs> like everything cool and iconic always they just uh, they oh, don't want to around he
1: lost okay. his uh best car backpack he's got the new futuristic rocket pack yeah.
0: i guess <laughs> gotta give a paint job to that thing
1: yeah i mean you know look they do just enough for them to be able to make another hot toy and that's how they get around it. They're just right. like, mm, we need to sell a season three one. So let's just throw <laughs> half this shit away. And, and then that oh way we, we're getting all that John money. Cause we <laughs> know he loves some, some hot toys. I mean, I literally, I have uh, Dura Still Den. I have best car season one den i have best car season two den and now i'm gonna buy season three because they of I course
0: got you name. gotta they already yeah. have your money it's just a it's just a uh a formality at this point um here was my big hope for this last episode that did not come true we did mm. see the mythosaur open its eye again i guess it kind of felt like it opens its eye the first time we saw it but uh the mythosaur is like oh oh mandalore's getting back going i'd better wake up um i was really hoping the mythosaur would rise from the depths and eat boff gideon that's what i was <laughs> that's what i was really looking forward to
1: it's funny you uh, mention that because i did feel like that would have been a thing for them to do for sure um No, it just means the mythosaur will rise again.
0: And guess who's riding it into battle? That's right, Bo-Katan.
1: Nope, Din Grogu.
2: Din Din... Grogu. (laughs) He's gonna...
0: Well, that would make sense based on what we've seen, uh, you know, Grogu's sort of uh, connection to animals. I wonder, because Grogu, he looks down into the water, he he juts his hand forward, and then they zoom down there and show the mythosaur waking up. Is that... Is that where this is going? Is Grogu gonna lead?
1: He's gonna the lead the Mandalorian.
2: Mandalore. Yep.
0: <laughs> okay, you heard it here first, folks. PopSaga predicts that at the end of this, uh, the season, or uh, the end of the series, Grogu will eventually inherit Mandalore, and that's why we don't see them uh, because he's uh, the leader of Mandalore. Riding yep. around on the mythosaur, his best I'm, friend.
1: I'm for it. Steve I'm for it. the
0: mythosaur. <laughs>
1: that's when we find out like the mythosaur can also like travel through hyperspace
0: Uh uh-huh yep Yep. it's (laughs) it's like those space squids the space whales Yep. Uh, yeah the Pergale. it's just like the Pergale. uh the mythosaur is zooming around with grogu on its back uh that's great i can't wait to see that in the eventual feloni movie (laughs) surely that will be the big twist it's, uh, it's going to
1: be so cool. The Mythosaur, we're going to discover that the Mythosaur's natural weapons are the weapons that they've. the Mandalorians were inspired by. So it's going to have oh, real so it's got birds.
0: like. Yep, and it's got like, <laughs> it could uh, shoot fire out of its wrists. Sure. And a completely impenetrable skin. I like it.
1: I'm here yep, for yep. it. Yeah, and the whistling birds just snot, thorny snot.
0: Or, or maybe it's just actual <laughs> whistling birds. <laughs> oh! They kind of just live on its arm. <laughs> What's that? So, <laughs> the Moff Gideon clone getting murked by Murph. a bunch of actual birds?
1: I'm for it. I think a bunch you of know,
0: space woodpeckers. We know ducks are real, and you know ducks are canon in Star Wars. So other, you know, woodpeckers could be real too.
1: Yeah, why not? Shit, they live outside my house, so let's go <laughs> for
0: it. Me too. They're pecking my house to shreds, those little sons of guns. You better send them over to that
1: bag of fingernails.
0: <laughs> Come on, do your part. Do your part, Woodpecker. Uh, so, John, what do you think? What's your final, what, yay or nay? Did you? Uh, I think you've kind of given it away already. But uh, what's your your final take on season three of the Mandalorian? Now that it's all over and done,
1: it, little uneven in parts, but fun. I yeah. enjoyed it, and I I appreciate just kind of resetting things to make more sense for me because at a certain point I was just like all the the subterfuge and all the other things going on. Didn't don't give a crap about that. He just like he <laughs> didn't do care. Didn't don't care. So let's let's just let's just give me a show that literally is just, yeah, here's a episode of the week. We can have some guest stars. Like, you know, just let's just treat it like uh the love boat. Every <laughs> Every week, someone new shows up. We're like, "Oh shit, Tom's, Alex, and Mandalorian," you know, just give me that, <laughs> and I'm okay.
0: Wow, this is this is you really kind of like uh, uh, the secreting. Uh, Tom Selleck onto the Mandalorian. I feel like because it, we, we all know anyone who listens to the show knows of your professed love for Tom Selleck. Uh, and, it, uh,
1: who doesn't? He's going to show up in a red ship. It's going to be like the little Ferrari from Magnum PI. <laughs> it's going to be dope.
0: <laughs> I mean, okay, that's a it, that is a you know we didn't get unfortunately Jar Jar did not make a, a yep. reappearance on the show, even though they fooled me because they put out a final episode trailer, and <laughs> uh and, and uh, Jar Jar
1: st- talked no, He's yeah. gonna save you Grogu
0: yeah his voice like the emperor in the Rise of Skywalker trailer uh, it was just like oh uh, that's hot and then that's, that's how it ended
2: <laughs> I mean
1: yeah totally yeah I mean I enjoyed it it was fun and uh, gonna watch it again so there yeah. you go how about you what you thought
0: uh, I thought uh, like much like you I thought the season was really uneven. I thought that the writing this season was maybe the worst it's ever been um, and I think that was evidenced by how many things I was able to predict not because I'm some sort of that's uh, a sort of soothsayer but uh, just because it's the writing was seemed very predictable uh, about what was happening next Yeah. Um, But I think that the ending, like you're saying, it was a very satisfying conclusion, if maybe a little bit, one that was a little short and and a little less exciting than I was expecting. Uh, But but satisfying, I think, is a good way to put it. Um, And uh, has me uh, hopeful about the future, the very bright future of the Mandalorian. So I think it was successful in that way.
1: Here here. Like I mean, look, most most uh, shows don't nail their third season, but this was still a better third season than most other yeah. series.
0: It had a lot of great world building, a lot of exciting visuals, yes. a lot of weird aliens yes. that I was definitely here for. Um and that uh, green
1: dude. Fuck that guy.
0: I know, that's very divisive. A lot of people don't like that guy. I'm a big fan. Just, uh, a big bad. fan of that just, him. It's
1: bad. But a lot of great um, ships. A lot of great yeah.
0: ships too. Yeah, a, lot great a lot of great industrial world design. World. A lot of a lot of cool stuff uh so yeah overall uh, fine but uh yeah i would probably give it if i was to give it a new America rating this whole season i would give it maybe maybe before the finale i would have given it like a five out of ten uh mm-hmm. and then after the finale i think it, it gets like a seven out of ten it bumps yeah. it up two points
1: <laughs> i think it's fair yeah i think it's fair
0: um, well, you hear it here, folks, the Pop Saga score at the end of The Mandalorian is a 7 out of 10, but that's going to do it for us this evening. I hope you enjoy this hot off the presses episode coming to you uh, so you can find out our takes on The Mandalorian uh, right after it airs. Uh, hopefully you didn't listen to this before you saw it, because whoopsie daisies, <laughs> you, I mean, we invoke the spoiler, which I feel like we're A-OK in that regard. Um, but we're going to wrap it up, uh, here. We really h- loved making the show for you. So we hope that you enjoyed it. And, uh, as always, we would like to thank Burton M6 for the incredible music on our show. Check out his, uh, Fiverr page. The link to it is in our show notes. Um, just click the Pico link. There's all sorts of, uh, links to our different, uh, uh, our different social media. We had a brand new member. Welcome
2: to Welcome. you out there. Welcome.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you want us <laughs> saying your <laughs> name, but look, the
1: Discord is popping. For the folks yeah. out there, join the Discord. That's yeah. you can literally talk to us right there, and we will talk back.
0: And we Here. had a lot of fun. We had a lot we of did. fun uh, talking, posting funny Skeletor gifts, and talking about. Uh, he Man stuff, which is another uh, professed love of ours. If you've listened to our other podcast, Dear Skeletor,
1: it, it, you know what? In fact, you go to Discord, you can see parts of my collection, and I might make that a, more of a thing where I can take more pictures around my office so people can see
0: it. Just saying. Yeah, maybe we'll put pictures of stuff that we talked about on the show on the Discord, so yep, you get maybe, extra well, content. Too crazy. But... Mm, well, okay, <laughs> maybe you'll get extra <laughs> content if you enjoyed the Discord, or maybe you just get uh, you know talking to us sporadically. Uh, I know there is. uh, we have uh, many threads talking about this very show, The Mandalorian, so come on down and join us. There's some other links to our other socials there, and you can always email us through the Gmail. Um, And uh, with all that said, we like to wrap it up like we do every show and say that uh, wherever you are out there... Wherever (laughs) art thou out there... However art thou, listen to thine program. Uh, we hope that you are feeling uh, happy, and we hope that you're feeling healthy, and if you're not, that's uh, fine too. Uh, but we hope that this show gave you a little bit of enjoyment. Uh, but let's throw it, chuck it, force throw it over to John for the final word.
1: Remember, folks, only you... Can give yourself a first last name First <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's when true
1: In 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 other ways So congratulations You're all Dens in my heart <laughs> Hey, thank you for tuning in uh-huh. To all my super fans Hope you coming back again Gotta shout out to Fresca I know you riding with me As we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City <laughs> You want the hype, I gotcha. I gotcha Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga Shasta. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go